Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. Time for another episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFelco. We roll into a mid-July weekend coming out of Major League Baseball's All-Star break. We'll talk about the Cubs and Sox this weekend. Plus, we'll start some football preview. We are fast approaching training camps, college and pro. We'll break down the Big Ten a little bit today as we start getting into college football and the NFL in the coming weeks. Glad to be along with you as always, my friend. Carmen, God bless you, my friend. And Eric Ostrowski, also along for the ride, if you will, our executive producer. I'll tell you what, two quick things for everybody. Number one. I want everybody, if you can, tune in Monday, my first episode of Raging Mouth. Yes. And, uh, the preview is up right now. It's a 10-minute preview of what's going to transpire, and you'll never know who made the cut on the preview. That's right. <laughs> the Odds Couple, ladies and gentlemen, episode five will be featured. Yes, Carmen DeFalco made the cut. There are rumors as far as the movie, hopefully, with Adam Ripken taking that preview and uh, using it to write the, the screenplay, which has been rewritten a couple times. There's rumors about who will play Carmen. We don't know. We don't know if it's a Joey Fatone, if you will. He'd have to go on a massive diet. All right? He would. Yeah. He'd have to go on a massive diet. The success has killed the man, if you will. You know, or somebody else, maybe an unknown. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. The first episode. Each episode is going to be seven to ten days. My lovely wife, Bebe, executive producer, which is great because she's heard some of these stories for the first time. And then my buddy, Aldo Gandia. So tune in for that. And second of all, Carmen. I got to tell you, I want to congratulate the NBA. They did something right for a change. No, I'm not talking about the midseason tournament. Mm. Thank God for the summer league. You brought it up last week. Yeah. I, I have actually found a new way to do it. Yeah? Yeah, I'm 5-2 and two this week. Hey. Now, now, I'm not going to start bragging because I was all 2-1 in the All-Star game. Okay? I had the mm-hmm. American League in the over, but I also had 16 hits uh, total. And it landed. I had the under, but it landed right on the number, so I saved a little money. But then I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start picking by what city I'd rather be in. For, I, for summer league games, you mean? For summer league okay, games. Like, yeah. For instance, I think Charlotte played New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Well, I love New Orleans. I, I take too. them. I cover. You know what I mean? That's that's the sophisticated thing with the summer league. Because anybody that that is trying to make heads or tails out of the line is crazy just just flip a coin if you can't. But it's uh, taken over a void that used to be a massive void with just Major League Baseball being off and no NBA action. No NBA, so you get a little summer league. That's Yeah. Good. We've got Scottish Open this week. I love uh, the Scottish uh, oh, Open. Please, early morning golf for you. You've got to be oh. the next two weeks. Scottish Open into the British I Open. I feel bad. I get up at 3.30. I'm late. I've <laughs> already missed stuff. I it's, missed stuff. It's incredible. Yeah, Rory's yeah. playing well. Scotty Scheffler's playing well. Uh, Tyrell Hatton, as we record the podcast today. Weather's miserable, which oh, is the course. way we like to see other people golf. Like, I mean, we, really. you know, stuff like that. What's his, Yurko told me, uh, was he watching, I don't know if it was in the practice round or if it was in the round one yesterday, uh, Ricky Fowler hit a drive like 400-something yards because it's a, it, it, you know, those, those those courses are usually baked right. out. It's like hard pan. The ball goes 420 yards. I saw a, a fairway today. It's like 
a five uh, five feet wide dirt road, That's so great. and it's covered with weeds on each side. You, they have to hit it over. There's no doubt, and they, I mean, there's no trees. You know, and the weather's always miserable. Always, always. Why you choose to live there? It's part of the fun of the tournament, though. Yeah, but I mean, that's four days a year. Right, exactly. And it comes every once every 10 years. What are the other qualities to live there? I don't know. There's pubs every block. You know why? Because they're miserable. (laughs) Because the weather's miserable. They're miserable. I see myself because of my dad, and I think he used the product. I don't know what it is even. The Barbasol Open's going also. So there's also. That's right. The Barbasol Open's also going on. Yeah, taking taking a back seat to the Scottish Open because Rory's there. We'll talk a little bit about the British Open with Luke Pergandy joins us coming up later on. Uh, We are talking a little baseball here coming out of the All-Star break. Unofficial start of the second half. We've uh, lamented the state of both of our teams, really the White Sox, Uh. and rightfully so. Nothing like coming out of the break, having to play maybe the best team in baseball. Mike, they open up a series, a long road trip to start the second half for the Sox. They open up a weekend series against the Braves in Atlanta. Uh, Michael Kopech will come off the IL to make his first start tonight since June 27th. He hasn't thrown more than four in a third innings in any start since June 10th. And the White Sox are a huge underdog tonight. Atlanta minus 250 on the money line. White Sox are plus 110 on mm-hmm. the run line if you want to take them getting a well, one and a half. I'll tell you what. Last week, I mean, we were on right after uh, the White Sox game and mm-hmm. after uh, Brendan Riley did the, uh, I think he did the, uh, the post game. I'll tell you what. It's like we, we did it live. Right. I mean, no everything kidding. we said about the White Sox came to fruition last week. And I'm looking at the White Sox now, and here's what I want everybody to look at tonight. I want to look at the fact that I've seen the number one uh, draft picks, first-round draft picks the last 20 years for the White Sox, not glowing. Number mm-hmm. two, you'll see uh, two teams. One has a front office and knows how to judge talent, and the other doesn't. It's very Absolutely. simple. That's it. That's why, all you have to look at. It's why the Braves, for the better part of the last three decades, have been you know perennial contenders. Right. That's exactly right. And why they're going to continue this and they're going to not excite White Sox fans and they're not going to go what like the Cubs did and go somewhere else to get somebody to teach them how to get into the World Series or to show them and to give them some good advice. They're going to stay where they're at and uh, it's not looking good. I mean, now the Cubs, I think they're going to wait a little bit. They come out against Boston tonight. Yep. If they could get out of the gate, I still think that's a, a winnable division. Now you got the Cardinals already given up, mm-hmm. so um, that that's a toughie because nobody saw that one coming. Which which the manager's got to be in trouble over there because think. the GM is already quitting at All Star break. The last time that happened, I mean, my God, the Cardinals go back to the Gas House Gang I, uh, yeah. in the '30s. Yeah. I gotta believe it would be hard to find a lot of years where they gave up at the All Star break. I bet period. you're right about that. You know. Uh, Braves are 19-3 and in their last 22 games going back to June 14th. Second they're going to start to get hot. Oh, my God. I mean, they're so good. And you nailed it. It's I love like, them. That's what a good front office does. Oh, absolutely. They continue to find and develop. And they've talent. always hired good guys. John Sherholz. Yeah. You know, I remember back in the day, what was his name? Uh, uh, Bill Bartholomew. Mm. Way back in the 60s, 70s. These, the, they hire quality people. They don't sit stagnant, you know. And and they try to they try to win. Period. One, one thing to look at for tonight: the Braves have now hit at least one home run in twenty six consecutive games. That's a franchise record. We told you Michael Kopech is going to the bump tonight. He is already in, I think, just under ninety innings pitched this year, giving up seventeen home yeah. runs. So, if you want to bet a team well, they total. Are, uh... 
They're what are they tonight? They're a, a minus. Oh, they're a huge. Uh, they're minus two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. I mean, Michael Kopech right now has to be considered a bust for what we were expecting. What I heard, everybody heard that he was going to be lights out, and we, you know, we believed it, and it didn't happen. And uh, yeah, I mean, think about the guys that have played for the Braves whether it be Milwaukee or Atlanta, from Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, Joe Adcock, Hank Aaron, Eddie Matthews, and this is the first time this team yeah, right. has hit consecutive 26, homers. 26 unreal. consecutive games. It's and they unreal. always had home run hitters. Yeah, they really have, and they've Bob got them again Horner, now. Bob Horner, don't Bob make Horner. me start tearing my, up. My first ever. I was like I was like in my 20s, I'm tearing up. Mike, my first ever baseball glove was the uh, Bob Horner edition. Well, uh, good, yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and how was your fielding? Because he wasn't really known for <laughs> defensive right. prowess. <laughs> he glove. was known for hitting the, at the launching pad. That's pretty good, you're right, yeah. No wonder, <laughs> I blame the glove, no wonder why I wasn't you good You know, I mean, baseball. seriously, if uh, somebody gives me an Adam Dunn glove, I know they would be nothing but the worst. <laughs> <laughs> now I think back to that. You're right, Mom, Dad. Why did I? Why did you? Oh have to yeah, Spalding Bob Horner. Uh, yeah, here's glove. a catcher's myth. Forget about Johnny oh, Bench. Enjoy so the Smokey Burgess myth. That the Smokey Burgess. And yeah, the, the guy was a pinch hitter most of the that's time. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, Mike mentioned <laughs> that the Cubs uh, come out of the second half hosting the Red Sox. Hendrick. So another interleague series. Yeah, Hendricks on the bump tonight against one of these young pitchers for the Red Sox. That's been very impressive. You know, they they've had their own issues. They can't keep Sale healthy at this point. They're they're no. stuck at the bottom of a brutally tough. Division. And they still. Got sale and they still won that trade because they got to the World Series. Well, and they, and they won got it. a year out. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, he had a couple of great years for them. Yes, he this- did. And you know what? Don't count him out. But I think now. He's not that type that I think could turn into a Frank Tanana if he loses uh, yeah, his arm yeah, strength. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't, you know? I don't know if it's going to happen. Randy um, Johnson wouldn't scare you if he's throwing 80 miles That's exactly right. This young kid they've got, Brian Bayo, goes tonight. He's mm-hmm. pitched since good ball player. He's good been good, Mike, since April 29th, a 235 ERA. Opponents hitting just 219 against him. They're both him. in the mid-threes, both pitchers. Both, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think actually both. The, the I professor's think I, doing good. He is. Are we done with Palm? I mean, from Brad Palmer to Greg Maddox to are we done with the professor nicknames after? Nobody after else Andrew? can have one after. No this. more. We got many. three in one year. Brad Come Palmer, on, that's great. Too many professors. Cubs uh, plus one hundred and five on the money line tonight. Uh, Hendricks has pitched very I like well. It. A slight underdog. Yeah, and a good story here uh, with Masataka Yoshida, who is second in the an side. Irishman. An Irishman, yes. He is second in the American <laughs> League uh, Rookie of the Year voting yeah. uh, uh, odds. I should say right now. Now is he? I think he played though. In Japan, right? Yes, and he was on the WBC team. Yes. Yeah, and we're calling him a rookie, but it's like Ichiro. He's still a rookie, yep. And I think he's like 27, you're right. Did you see the over-under in that game, though, with with the the two fine pitchers? It's nine, nine and a half. Nine, nine and a half. I might lean. I haven't done that for a while. Over. Lean over, okay. Well, yeah, because it's Fenway, and and both guys are the threes. Are we going to look at it? If we watch a gem tonight, okay, I'll apologize. I don't mind it. Yoshida, yep. by the way, has a seven-game hitting streak. He's had at least two hits in each of those seven games. That's pretty unbelievable. He's plus 175 to have two or more hits tonight. I'd probably bet the other side of that one, though. So don't go anywhere, folks. We are just getting warmed up. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. Catch up on demand or listen Saturday morning this week from 10 until 11. Uh, we roll out now to our Car X Tire and Auto guest hotline to say hello to one of our weekly contributors from PropSwap.com and that great PropSwap app. It is free. Make sure you download it. 
It is where America buys and sells its sports wagers. We say hello to Luke Pergandy. Oh, hey, like, what's up, buddy? We got, what's up, pal? We got a big uh, Reds ticket. Is that right? And I think you even talked about it last week. I mean, I it, saw like, it on Twitter, I think. Five weeks ago, you could have had the Reds at like 100 to 1 to win the division. Then Ellie, yeah. Cruz com- uh, Ellie De La Cruz comes up. They go nuts. And now they're like, they're like a 2 to 1 favorite to win the division, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. So this, we have this ticket for sale. $5,500, um, it, of course, would collect over almost 14000 if the Reds can win. And, yeah, I think he got him at around 101 odds. So, here we go. It's a perfect prop swap situation. It totally you know, is. We were just talking about, you know, not only Cincinnati, Luke, but uh, Carmen and I were just talking about the San Diego Philly game just off the air. And I'm starting to think San Diego may start to turn it up a little bit. Interesting. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I think they're going to win tonight. I don't know. Uh, are you getting action on San Diego? Give us some dark horse teams maybe that you're getting some action on in the major leagues. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you, Mike. I think so before the break, they were 45-1 to 1 to win the World Series. San Diego mm-hmm. was. Um, and I still think you could probably find them in the 40 to one range. I agree. I think sprinkling some of them. So yeah, so they're down to 40 to one. Now the one from 45 to 40. I agree. I think they're a nice dark horse. We talked about the Phillies as well. Mm-hmm. The last couple of weeks, I, I like both of those teams to uh, put a couple of units on, especially now, like, you know, think back to last year uh, when Joe Girardi got fired from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. they were around a hundred to one. Philadelphia was at this point last season. And then they of course go all the way to the world series. So, this happens all the time. Like, there's there's absolutely going to be some long shot right now that ends up going either to the championship series or all the way to the World Series, and you can flip it for a huge profit. One thing that's sort of interesting to me, guys, is like if Shohei gets traded, and I don't know that he will. I, I almost feel me like either. I almost feel like it's going to be impossible for Artie Mourinho to trade him. But if he were to get traded here in the next couple of weeks, like trying to properly identify the landing spot and getting on that team now would be good. I Buster only yeah. was on Get Up yesterday, and he said, look, if, if, if this is going to happen, it's only a couple of teams that are going to be in on this. And, of course, the Yankees would probably be in on it. Like, And if Judge comes back healthy the and Dodgers. if they were to add Shoei, the Dodgers potentially – you know the Dodgers have pretty short odds anyway, but like finding it, you know, like if the Who's Yankees, team? if the Who's Yankees a... pulled it off, yeah, like and you could get the Yankees at seven right. Right to one right now, you know. Yeah, no, they they would immediately go to single digits, so they're fifteen to one right okay, now. They're fifteen, to one. okay. Yeah, and then they would immediately go to single digits. I agree with you. It's kind of like the NBA, you know, offseason where you're just trying to bet on, you know, where was Kevin Durant going to go a couple mm-hmm. years ago, LeBron mm-hmm. James, you know, five or six years ago. It's, it's the same thing. You're just doing it in season versus off season. Uh, British Open next week. You know, Mike and oh, I were just yeah. talking about the Scottish Open. Mike gets to get up there early the next two weeks and watch I'm golf. Late. I'm late when I get up. up They're already playing. You're an hour and a half late by the time <laughs> yeah. you get up at four in the morning. Crazy. We love this kind of stuff. Uh, British Open for next week is at Royal Liverpool Hoy Lake. The last time it was there, 2014, Rory McIlroy won. That was the last year that Rory won a major. Who could have guessed that? He won the British and the PGA. That's when the PGA was after. That was August of 2014. I can't believe we've gone almost a decade and Rory hasn't won one. He can't either. I know he can't. But now here we go, guys. Almost a, a decade later, he is the favorite in most places at about 7 to one, he's playing well as we record the podcast today over at the Scottish Open. Uh, your usual suspects here: 
Rom, 11 to 1. Scotty Scheffler, uh, 9 to 1. Cam Smith, who won it last year, 16 to 1. Uh, any long shots that you guys like at all at this point for the British Open next week? Yeah, I've I continue to give out Morikawa. I'm mm-hmm. assuming he's in like the thirty to one range. I know he's had some injury issues, so certainly something to monitor before placing that bet. Um, yeah, obviously Rory is going to be single digit odds. John Rahm is good. He's certainly not a long shot. He's like around eight to one. Right. Um, and then I would say one more guy. You can look at DJ at thirty to one. Mm-hmm. I think he's in the mix. And again, like when I give these picks out, I'm not necessarily saying that DJ is going to win at thirty to one, but I am saying that he has a nice Thursday, Friday, and then you flip it on Saturday. Yep, that's the key. I'll give you one that I kind of like too because he's been such a good bounce back story here, and he's playing well. Is Ricky Fowler? Ricky Fowler, you can get it about twenty five to one right now. When yep. they played in 2014 at Hoylake, which we were just talking about, Rory won it. Guess who finished tied for second? Ricky Fowler. So, yep. you know, Ricky's game seems to be back in form a little bit. And I'm with Luke. Like, if you can get – if Ricky goes out and pops a good, you know, first or second round. No DeChambeau, no Kepka. Uh, Kepka, I, I don't mind Kepka. Uh, no Tony Finau. Brooksy's about 20 to 1. So, any of those long shots, if they have a good round one, that's when you flip Yep. It. Luke, totally. got, and, Luke and again, you got like, anybody? Hedging. Go ahead, Mike. You got anybody, Luke, that's in your top yeah, like, backyard? Yeah, like I said, I, I like DJ. Uh, I think, you know, if you hunt, I bet you can find Fowler in the 40s. So I, I mm. agree with Carmen. You can find Ricky Fowler in the 40s mm. and then sell that. Say he gets down to, you know, 5 to 1. You're making 8x on your money. Bet 100, sell it for 800. Yeah. I mean, that, that will cover the rest of your bets for the weekend for sure. Who could have imagined Rory would go all these years without winning one? You know, and he's. Been I can't close. imagine I, why he's still favored when it's he's a major. The favorite. I just can't imagine I, it. I really don't. I don't think he's going to win. That's me. Mm. I mean, how many times have everybody been invested? You know how much uh, stuff has been invested and talk has been invested in him over the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. You know, saying he's going to win this and he's going to win that at major, and he hasn't won any of them. Yeah. All right, so that sure. Reds ticket uh, is available, and then we always encourage people uh, once next week rolls around with the British. I mean, this is uh, prop swap is just incredible for yep. the golf majors. We've already arrived at the final major of the year, but the British is always fun. Get up early, but make sure you've got the app and make sure you're following along. Um, and if you get a long shot and he pops a great round one, make sure you post that sucker on prop swap. <laughs> yes. Luke, have a great week, buddy. We'll catch up next Friday. Sounds good, guys. Looking forward to having See a nice weekend. All right, there he is. Oh, you're our guy. Luke Pergandy. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you know what? It could be a it could be a nobody. It could be somebody that we're not expecting. It could be a fifty to one shot. Win, it's a different course. Wyndham Clark was a hundred to one to win the U.S. Open or something stupid, right? I mean, it it can happen. What a w- miserable place to live. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Besides the one week of golf. Besides no, the one it, week. I, I guess it's got to be the people are raised there. They love it. It's unique. Sure. I'm sure that, uh, I mean, I love the little, the club. I love the country club look. They're all like, they were built in the 1700s, It is 1800s. A, it's a bucket list thing for me, it Mike. Is. I would love to go see a British Open someday. I really yeah, would. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think. mind either. And I love that you still use the British Open. I used to aggravate people back in the day and say it. And they said, no, it's oh, the Open oh, now. Yeah, Get away from me. Yeah. It's the British Open. It always will be. It's the British Open. Right? We've got our own Open. Uh, all right. When we come back, <laughs> let's do some football preview. We'll Sounds talk good. big. 10 conference 
college football coming up. We're getting close to football, so Mike and I will be spending the coming weeks previewing things for you here on The Odds Couple. So we'll do that coming up next. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. Every week, catch up on demand all weekend long. The ESPN Chicago app, that's all you need. Of course, you'll get the Encore replay over the air uh, this week on Saturday morning from 10 until 11. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. We are uh, in mid-July. We've talked a lot about sort of the dog days of summer a little bit in terms of what we can wager on. Betting baseball has been tough. We look forward to football, and we in the coming it weeks are going to It hasn't been that do... bad. We have gone through a bad stretch Yeah, of play, a little bit. But not bad. I mean, but you know what? You're right. Just football's coming, but I'm giving football. some baseball out today. I've had enough. All right. I like it. <laughs> We are going to start giving you more and more football preview oh, yeah. going uh, forward. And we wanted to do a little Big Ten football preview for everybody today. A changing landscape across the Big Ten. Uh, of course, a lot has happened here locally in the last week. So add another new coach to the Big Ten. That makes four now that Pat Fitzgerald is out. Luke Fickle takes over at Wisconsin. Matt Rule taking over at Nebraska. What a debacle Scott Frost was. I liked the hire of Scott Frost. That never I did too. Mater- right, Mike? It never materialized. I loved I- it, and I loved him as a player. I think Matt Rule's a good hire, but who knows? I mean, uh, I- you know what? I mean, that's him. He's college, just like uh, uh, Chip Kelly. I, yeah, I think he'll be I good for them. I think there's certain guys. I mean, look, don't forget Nick Saban. Yes, I absolutely. Mean, uh, he, he, he's been better. He's got He's right where he belongs. And I know bugs these guys that they'd like to get one more shot, but Nick Saban has done – he's got a legacy at Alabama, but, boy, he knows he failed. I think you nailed Matt Rule. This, I, I, While we were wrong on the Scott Frost hire, I really think this was a great hire. I was hire right about Rule being a, uh, not a good hire at Carolina. No, yeah, he's – he's, but look, he got Temple going again. What he did at Baylor yeah. was incredible considering what Baylor was coming out of right. with the Art oh, scandal. Um, he did great things. Uh, I, the, it might take him a year. Uh, their total sits at about six and a half. I actually like the I under like on the that a little hire. bit. You like the fickle hire? Oh, I love it. I, I like, like what I he did like at Cincinnati. Fickle. I like him too. I do. I'm uh, shocked by Northwestern. I'm shocked by what happened to Pat. Seriously, I don't know what the deal is. Apparently, they did some investigation and they thought two weeks was enough. Then they find out it isn't. And now it's the other way. And now people are thinking that they jumped in conclusions on things. Some people don't know, and other people do. I sound like Jackie Mason, but what am I supposed to do? Because that's the way this whole thing is going. And there was public pressure. And I, I will tell you this. There have been stuff going on in that sports department for longer than Pat was there. You've, the had, problem, the, you've had the cheerleading thing. You had the yep. soccer. Remember the, 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 you had the, some the women's soccer? stuff going yeah. on with yeah. some harassment issues. Yeah. And uh, So I'm just going to say this. I think before Pat there was issues, there are people that were there that have left for brighter pastures. I don't have to mention any names. I think he can figure it out. So I think there's more to this story than meets the eye. It's going to be interesting. Should he get paid for something where people are saying, it happened even before him, or was he hired, and he his policies were supposed to be in, and he should have changed those things or known. 
Yeah, That's up in the air. I, I have a feeling he's going to get every last cent, especially the way I think he's going to make his money. Yeah, the, they. I think they completely— Because they could drag this through the mud for a long time. And I'm not a fan of Northwestern. I'm not a fan of most of the people that come out of there from the media. I think it's just a, a square joint. But you know what? Every time there's an issue in the Big Ten lately, whether it's gambling or whether it's all the goody two-shoes, smarty pant people over there have a problem, period. Yeah, I think he'll get paid. I think the way they botched the initial suspension and the subsequent fight. Yeah, you don't say, okay, this is what we found, and then some heat comes on him, and then you change. And then you you, you 180, uh, you know, over the And then you're going to keep the staff? Yeah. Well, and they're keeping the new guys. So that's the fourth addition uh, uh, now that's the new head coach. Now, Brian Anderson's a new baseball coach. Brian Anderson is there, former White Sox. Brian Anderson Better there than coach. me begging for him to get a hit. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> so Good luck. Congrats to Brian. Though. So Braun's the new coach uh, coming in yep. uh, from North Dakota State. Fickle takes over at Wisconsin. Rule at Nebraska. Ryan Walters, who was great as the D.C. at Illinois last mm-hmm. year, takes over at Purdue with Jeff Brom going to Louisville. With all that said, we look at the top of the Big Ten, Mike, and we'll see. State. Ohio State and we see Michigan. Michigan. And depending on where you shop, you know, uh, right now on points bet, Ohio State is a plus 165 favorite to win the conference. Michigan is plus 175. Uh, I I appreciate what Jim Harbaugh has done these last two years. Michigan has been very good to the tune of 25 and 3. I've been a pretty harsh critic of him at times, but they have responded. They've won back-to-back games in the rivalry. And this year, they play at home in Ann Arbor uh, in late November. I kind of like Michigan to win the Big Ten this year at plus 175. Me too, because it should be probably more if they were – Look, Ohio State always gets the benefit of the doubt. So I understand their line. But the fact that Michigan's just right behind them, yeah. it's basically even. I like I like I like Jimmy. And I can't see anybody else really threatening them. If well, you never know. Maybe Penn State. Penn State's about a five and a half dollar uh mm-hmm. uh in the odds right now, plus five fifty. I love that area there. I went I went with Jesse Rogers once on a three day trip there. I thought to it, De- uh, Happy Valley? Oh, I was happy. Yeah. What a t- what a time. They got like, I mean, there were bars all over the place. You, you can't believe it. I tell you, that game day experience. When with like Illinois it. people. Is that right? Yeah, it's on a train. I'll never do that again. Mm-mm. No, I don't like sitting for 24 hours. I mean, it's my God, I thought I, was, train, I, know. I thought I was in Liberty Valance. We'll right? be there soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that seems like a good game day experience always. Oh, it was great. Uh, I mean, and it's a lot of fun down there, and it's like fi- fantasy land. Penn State's total sits at nine and a half. The over is juiced to minus one forty-five. Mm-hmm. Their only two losses last year were against Ohio State and Michigan. They are replacing Sean Clifford now, but I like the direction of that program under James Franklin. Both Ohio yeah. State and Michigan sit with totals at ten. Were you and sure a half. about Franklin? I wasn't at first, but now um, I am. Yeah, I'm more sold on I him give now. Give the benefit of the doubt. Uh, yeah, I, I, and I think. He's done pretty well there, let's face it. I mean, the problem is you're competing in that. This is the last year of the division, by the way. He followed up a tough situation, he, too. He followed up, yeah. I mean, he, he and Bill O'Brien really stabilized Billy O'Brien's the guy that won't get enough credit. But they really stabilized to, things. You're he right. had to take the bullet. But it was a tough situation. You're not wrong. It was just nope. three years after the Paterno scandal when Franklin took over. Now we'll see what the Northwestern ha- uh, situation. Well, Northwestern was a tough situation with the one-loss record anyway and stuff like that. So, Yeah, I mean, 1-11 last year. Yes. You know? Terrible. Yeah, uh, my I look. I I knew Catholic priest, popular guy. You know what he told me? There's no sense going past Howard Street South <laughs> if you're from Chicago to to watch football. That I swear to God, 
I mean, it's almost like their own exclusive club over there because they can't even fill the joint for Notre Dame or Ohio State. Barely. I mean, they, yeah. you know, like that's what it it's, takes it's to fill the joint. Let's put it that way. That's what it takes. And, and, and the last time I saw them play, they didn't even fill it up. I mean, and they, that's why they want to. They're downsizing the stadium. If this renovation goes through, they're going to drop like it down. It looks like a nice to, stadium, but yeah, yeah, but that's a come down for a Big Ten. They're going to drop it down to like thirty-five thousand seats, I think, is what they were yep. saying. Yeah. You know what? It's it's like, wow, are you kidding me? But it, there's just no buzz, this and is, now it's bad. This is the last year of the divisions in the Big Ten. Next year, when the two uh, West Coast teams come in and it goes to sixteen teams, it's just going to be one through sixteen. You could forget about a team like Northwestern uh, ever making the Big Ten championship game maybe again because they had the benefit of playing in that Big Ten West, which is just, let's face it, it has I not like been good. I like the divisions. I'm sorry. You like the divisions? Yeah. Yeah? That gives everybody more of a chance. It's going to be Ohio State and Michigan every you year, Mike. You just said it. They're going to play back-to-back weekends every Carmen year. Carmen was the guy that told the guy, the captain of the Titanic. Right. It came up all of a sudden. I mean, that the divisions are gone. <laughs> Sorry, sir. This Enjoy the flood in your it, in it, your it, control room. And all the Nebraska, Northwestern, right. all the teams in the Big Ten. The West, division like, gives you false hope at least, but hope, uh, right? You could at least maybe go to Indy and play in the Big Ten. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So Mike and I are pretty much in agreement on this one. We yep. both like Michigan to uh, to, to come win on, the Jimmy. conference I love this year. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's done well. I've like I said, I've any been a, guy a that critic, coaches but... at Michigan that wants to look like Woody Hayes is good in my book. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I think J, and I think if JJ McCarthy takes the next step, that team's going to be awfully good again. They'll be good even How if about he, Notre Dame. Are you excited about Hartman? I like Mike. Did you and like I, Hartman at Wake Forest? Mike and I think? talk about Sam Hartman a lot. I love Mike Hartman. Uh, Sam I, Hartman. Yeah, I, I do, do too. Uh, and I think, I mean, Mike. He's got pressure on him. Is is he the best quarterback in a decade at Notre Dame? I oh mean, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Listen, I've heard it all from Paulus to Clawson. I just, just, just be represented. Tony Rice was the best quarterback, I think. Well, they had other guys before Tony Rice, but Tony Rice played the position soundly. He was. He great. wasn't fancy. He was sound, and that's how they won the national championship. They haven't had a guy like this in a while, in a long time. Yeah, so I'm happy. I think they're now. They have a tough schedule. I mean, oh they've got my Ohio, God. They've Ohio State again they on their duck schedule. Anybody? No, Clemson on the schedule. Ohio State on the schedule. Now USC how about is that? back. You know, so and people want them to go into a league. Why? They'd rather play the tops in every league. I think, though, with the way the landscape has changed now, look, it always made sense for them. You think it's going to be a league? I, I think they're going no, to. I, don't I think they're going to join the Big Ten. I do. I think. Wow. It's, I think at some point they will. I think that would be awesome. I think the TV money now. It's it's not like it was back in the old days. Yeah, but it's can, their own channel. I know, but that's their own channel, the national broadcast company. I know, uh, you know, Carb. And on top of that, they're Notre Dame. They have a mystical thing about them, mm. and you know, I'm rooting for them this year. Since they've gone to this, since they signed the NBC deal, they haven't done diddly. Period. Yeah. yeah. Period. That'll that's a, a long time ago. That'll be the next interesting thing to watch. Like we're on our you know, game today. Aren't we? we certainly are. We're always on our game. <laughs> All right, so I'm glad we got uh, to do a little Big Ten preview. Yeah. We'll continue to talk conference football with everybody in the coming weeks, like I said, and NFL previews. So stay tuned for that each and every week as the summer goes along. When we come back, we're going to get some ponies from Jim Miller, and we'll give you our best plays before we get out of here. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. It is time for us to get out to the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline and bring in one of our regulars. He's always given out winners for your handicapping pleasure all weekend long. The expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, we had the winner of the Indiana Derby last week in verifying. A yes. horse that was coming out of the Kentucky Derby, so I'm curious to see how that one does moving forward. But I'll tell you this. This is horse racing summer right now. And what I mean, Saratoga started this week. Mm. Del Mar starts this week. You have the best racing from coast to coast right now. It's huge purses. It's a stakes race every single day. So it's really cool to see just kind of how summer horse racing goes because two-year-olds are now starting to come about. So you're starting to see the next stars as well. But it is. It's a great time of year for the racing season. That, that Saratoga meet is a pretty famous one, right, Jimmy? That track is supposed yeah. to be like walking into a time capsule. And it's only like six weeks out of the year. Isn't that right? Exactly. It's a short meet. And it's one of those things. And you and you talk about it. I mean, just how, how crazed this meet is. They open the gates, and it's like a mob that you see at a, at a yeah. big PGA tournament event trying to get to their spot. That's the same thing at Saratoga. I mean, nothing's reserved. You basically you run, you get your spot, and you and you set up shop. And and it is it's cool. It's a lot of fun. It's a great atmosphere. But really, all the best horses on the East Coast they go to Saratoga. All the best horses on the West Coast they go to Del Mar. So it is. It's an awesome meet. It is. I saw him rushing through the gate on the first day at Saratoga. It's pretty cool, cool yeah. man, to see. I got to ask you, I mean, superstar horse, will there ever be another one? I mean, because even back in the day, if you won two out of three, you always raced in the Triple Crown. Secretariat, to me, is the beat-all, end-all. But do you see with the way it is now, Jimmy, like we've discussed so many times on this program, uh, horses afraid, our owners afraid to get their horses in certain races, maybe uh, uh, pulling them out of races. Do you think you'll ever see a high-status superstar horse again. I hate to say it. I don't think we're going to see kind of what we saw. You're definitely not going to see that secretary type right. of race horse. Agreed. But for recent memory, guys, I mean, here's two names I'm going to throw at you, and then you'll realize just how long ago it was that they ran, but Zenyatta mm-hmm. and yeah. Cigar. Yep. Cigar, Cigar yeah. was, the, was the best male horse. I mean, he won 16 consecutive races. Zenyatta was the best female who was beating the boys. But those horses, think about it now, Cigar was 15 plus years ago. Zenyatta, we're going on 10 years now. It's crazy to think, but what happens, and like we talked about, from the breeding of the things, okay, if you're a mare, you only have a handful of babies that you can have before you're not able to. So a horse like Zenyatta, they want to get that horse into the breeding shed. And then for the top colts, there's so much money on the breeding end of things that you're seeing them race just enough to get to where they think that value point can kind of work over and translate to the breeding shed, and then after that, they're retiring. So it is. It's truly unfortunate. But uh, it, it's kind of the way the game's moved right now. All right, Jimmy, so where are we wagering with all this great action this weekend? All right, so we're all over the place. We're going coast to coast a little bit. I mean, it's more East Coast here, but we're going to start out at Colonial. Colonial's in Virginia. They are an okay. all-turf meet. Race number seven on Saturday, we're going to play the six. Passion play across the board, a horse that might be overlooked a little bit in there. Then go to Delaware Park. Race eight at Delaware is the Kent Stakes on the turf. We're going to bet the six-horse Ocean City across the board there. And then, of course, you got to go to Saratoga. Race number nine on Saturday, the grade three Kelso. Bet the eight. Casa Creed across the board, a very talented race for us. It should be very tough. All right, so three tracks for Saturday, everybody. Colonial, uh, we're going to be, uh, bet race seven, the six horse across the board. Delaware, the eighth race, again, the six horse across the board. And then at Saratoga, race nine, the eight horse across the board. Is that right? 
That's right, boys. And, Let's build up the money for the second half of the MLB season. And you guys have racing this weekend. I mean, it's going to be a hot one out there. We always talk about keeping those horses cool, but you guys have racing this weekend as well, correct? That's right. Racing Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And the tell you, action's heating up at Hawthorne as well. Sounds good, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy, Jim Miller, yes. at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter, joining us on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. I mean, cigars going back like I love cigars. 25 years now, I bet, right, Mike? Yeah, probably my favorite horse of all time because he could race under any conditions. Yeah. The road didn't bother me. He raced in sand in Saudi Arabia, for God's sake. Mm. He raced in mud. He raced on grass. He raced everywhere. He uh, went overseas, took long trips, and won. Crazy. I mean, that's how good he was. And, you know, I'm sort of goopy. I mean, I... I, I hear, like you tell me about the Kentucky trip, uh, that you could go see these horses. Yeah. The one regret I have, I never got I went down to Kentucky to see Cigar. I would have loved to mm. just seen him run around because yeah. he was a superstar horse. Did he ever run at Arlington, Mike? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 I, I believe he did, yes. Cigar did I, run I it. I feel like he did, yeah. Duchess Wa got him all there. Yeah, right. He yeah. got Secretariat there. John Henry was there, of That's course. That's right. Cigar, he got him all there if he could back yeah, then. big time. All right, Mikey, where are we wagering uh, for the weekend for everyone? Let's try to identify. Well, you uh, know what? I didn't wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night <laughs> last week. I made it easy on myself. Maybe we were burned out. Maybe we needed a break on the so. baseball action. But I didn't wake up at one in the morning. I actually got a decent night's sleep. I didn't have to check my iPad, you know, and you know, at one in the morning, see if I won. And it was a refreshing change, but I missed it. I missed the pressure. I missed the sweat. Uh, I got one game tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a good one. I really like it, only because I looked at the line and I say to myself, how could that be the line? How many times have we said that about the Cincinnati Reds? Now, you got the Cincinnati Reds going tonight against the Milwaukee Brewers, okay? And this guy, since opening day, has just been on and off. And I'm talking about uh, Graham Ashcraft, mm-hmm. 4 and 6, 6.28 ERA, 61 strikeouts to me. I've watched him pitch. He had one good game out of the couple, two, three I've seen him pitch. Against Corbin Burns, who seems to be on the right track, 3.94, 7, and 5. But then I look at the odds here, and I see that Cincinnati, who's been good. And By the way, apologies to L. Duncan. I called L. Dela Cruz uh, L. Duncan last week. L. Uh, Dela Cruz, I did catch that, I think. Yeah, sorry. Uh, But by the way, I I also... Yeah, I didn't. I just wanted to say this too. That who's that guy from Arizona? That rookie, Corbin Carroll. Yeah. Well, I gotta apologize to him. I know uh, the Cincinnati guy is playing pretty good. And well, Corbin Carroll's up. unbelievable. Well, I gotta be honest with you. He sort of snuck up on me, Carm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't been down in. Listen. And, I didn't watch an Arizona Diamondback game in like 10 years, and I was unfamiliar with him. I promise you three years from now, if he's this good, he won't sneak up on you. That's the I thing. promise you, he better put on some weight. He looks like a little leaguer. Well, I tell you, he swings hard. Yeah. He swings hard. Yeah, it was, it was a good all, it was an okay all-star game. I, I am going to go with uh, the Cincinnati Reds. You could take them on the money line. I think it's minus 150. Uh, on one and a half, getting one and a half, or you can take them on the uh, basically money line, which is one ten. Yes. Right now. Yeah, I've, I'm going to give out one game too, and it's, I love it. Th- give out, come on now. This handicap is a lot like what Mike just told you about. What he always says, he goes, "Well, wait a minute, why is this line? Yeah, exactly. The Padres are on the road opening yes. up the second half in Philadelphia. Saw that game. 
Padres are four games below 500. Absolutely. Maybe baseball's dig- the biggest uh, disappointment this year. You Darvish has an ERA nearing five. Mm-hmm. Phillies have played well, but yeah. San Diego's the favorite tonight. Padres yes. minus one fifteen. I'm not overthinking it. I'm going with my partner. That's what it. he would say. I'm pe- I'm betting the Padres. That's, That's it, it. Enough. That's it. Enough. Enough of this. Please this guy's got to catch winner. this ball. This guy's got to throw the ball up in the air. I don't know. That's oh, it. Man. That's all I got, though, Carmen. How about That's you? That's all I've got. How That's about enough. Eric? Does he have anything Eric except for the fact he er- produces this fantasy? Eric's like, no, show? it's baseball. I don't know. <laughs> Eric, like, go on. When do they start? He goes, when's football start? <laughs> uh, thank you to Eric Ostrowski for yes. producing the show, as always. Absolutely. And the podcast will be up short. It will be on the ESPN Chicago app. Thanks to Jim Miller and Luke Pergani for joining us. Everybody have a great weekend. Uh, stay safe. Beat the heat. It's going to be a hot one. But enjoy it, and we'll see you again next Friday on The Odds Couple. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.